I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to The Trader, a traitor's podcast. My name's Matthew, and I'm a writer working in TV development, and I am a handy faithful. The Trader is usually a deep dive into every episode of the hit TV competition show, The Traitors. However, this is the first of a series of bonus interview episodes. As I mentioned in the episode 7 edition of the podcast, from here on in, I'll be following up every episode with an interview featuring either the murdered or banished contestant, sometimes both, from all remaining episodes of The Traitors Australia. So if you've just listened to episode 7 of the podcast, you'll have a pretty good idea of which contestant I am about to speak to. Let's go ahead and meet him. I am super excited to speak to my first Traitors Australia guest of this podcast season. And what a guest to begin with because this is a player who has featured heavily in the podcast chat up until now and who played a big part in the show. I'm joined by number one estate agent, self-professed Italian stallion, Teresa Hunter, Matt Mikalev. Matt, how you doing? <laughs> Very well, mate. Pleasure to be on the show and thank you for having me. Oh, fantastic. Good to talk to you. Now, Matt, you made it to episode seven of the show before being brutally banished. Uh, does it still hurt? Have you gotten over it? No, mate, to, just, to be honest with you, I was ready to go at that point. Um, I'd woken up and just said, you know, I'm going to go for some big risks here. Big big risk, big reward. That was my game plan. I wasn't one to play it safe, as you probably saw. <laughs> uh, risk taker in life. And I just wanted to stay true to myself. So just to answer, the, like just to elaborate on that question, I tried to play the first two days safe um, and it just wasn't sitting well with me. Uh, I just wasn't myself. I wasn't having fun. I wasn't enjoying it. So uh, I just said to myself, 
you know, stuff it. Let's let's be true to yourself and have some fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, mate, I was ready to go, and I just wanted to make some big big moves and uh, see what happened. Excellent. Now I, I've got so many questions to ask you all about your gameplay. Uh, before we go any further, I am going to introduce you to our game, which is called the Trader Traitor. Our secret mission, Matt, for the rest of the episode is to try to betray one another by telling an undetected lie. So you can okay. tell me something about the show, about yourself, about anything else, big or small, that is a complete fabrication. For example, you could lie and tell me that Teresa snuck into your room at night and slapped you in the face while you slept. However, <laughs> your lie can't be a fake opinion, like saying that you think Teresa is a traitor. So we're looking for fake facts, not fake opinions. Does does okay. the game make sense? It does. Yes. Yes. Okay. Women, women say I'm well gifted. <laughs> well, we're going to put that to the test. So our game then begins from this moment on. So, All right, uh, firstly, Matt. Let's uh, let's tackle the elephant in the room. Do you still think Teresa is a traitor? One hundred percent, yes. <laughs> uh, you mean uh, I'm going to I'm going to quote Teresa here and say a handy. One hundred, one hundred. Now we'll we'll talk more about Teresa later on. I just had to get that question out of the way. Let's let's go back a little bit earlier in the series. So, firstly, how did you find out about? the show in the first place how did you apply um i was approached uh i have quite entertaining and creative real estate videos i'm a real estate agent by trade um so i dress up and you know have a bit of fun with showing properties um i think that got the attention of the local tv station and then it went across australia and then i approached from that i see and uh, did you did you once, once you knew the rules of the game and you understood how it worked, did you want to be a traitor or a faithful? Um, I didn't mind, but my company had a bit of say in that. Um, they didn't want me to be a traitor uh, just because of, you know, authenticity and being a trustworthy person, uh, you know. So their profile, their name was there as well. So they didn't want to see me lying and betraying. Um, so I requested not to be a traitor. But in hindsight, I regret that. Um, I, I would love to have been a trader and I don't think it would have had any impact on my career or my life or their brand either. It's a show people understand, you know, the notion of the game. Yeah. And that, that makes sense. Do you think you, do you think you would have been a good trader? Do you think you might have gone even further? You had been one. Um, yes, I actually do think I would have gone a lot further. Um, I would have been, I would have taken less chances, obviously, which ultimately that got me banished was, you know, the risks that I decided to take. Yeah, yeah. So on the podcast so far, we've been working through each episode chronologically of the show. And I have a few questions that have, that have come up along the way. Uh, I'm going to go back to episode three. In episode three, uh, we, we, Chloe the Clairvoyant had just left the show. Um, and she had named four traitors before she left. Four people who she thought were the traitors. You suggested at the banishment in episode three that you put her theory to the test and that you should pick one of those four people 
that she had named to banish. Was this because you believed in her psychic abilities? Or like Middy, did you just think maybe she'd picked up on something through body language or there was some other reason she'd named these people? Like, Why did you want to go along with testing Chloe's four names? Well, well, I just thought it was logic, mate. You know, like you you get put, you get given something in life. We'll test it. You know, like see if there is any truth behind it. It's just logic for me. She's named four names. If we don't go after those names, then we're just gonna keep wondering. We might as well rip the bandaid off, pick one, figure out if there's any truth to it, and go down that path. Yeah. So it was it was common sense to me. You know, yeah. at some point in the game, we were gonna test the theory whether it was the next banishment or 10 banishments later, that theory, there was just a development in the game. We had to test it at some point. So, you know, it was just common sense. Yeah. And I suppose everybody was talking about it. So I suppose it, it, it moved, the co- <laughs> like, you know, everyone was talking about those names anyway. So like, why not just sort of get it over with, I suppose? hundred percent. So, and, and this is a great thing to take in life. Opinions create arguments. Um, facts, you can't argue with facts. So let's let's find out if it's a fact or if it's fiction. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, another significant event in that same episode was then at the end when Fee, Teresa and Justine all voted for you. Um, in hindsight, you now know obviously that none of them were traitors. So why do you think they, at this early stage, why did those three people vote for you? Do you want the honest answer? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I think that must have been just a little click thing. You know, there are a lot of clicks in the in in the cast. You know, in inside and outside film uh, and on TV. So uh, at at the end of it, I actually thought the reason for that was because one of them was a traitor, which I focused my attention on Teresa. But now knowing that there wasn't, it, it, it was just a click thing. Those girls got along really, really well. Um, you never saw them voting for themselves. Um, and that was one of the things that kind of frustrated me was they had their friends in the in the group and they had a packed mentality there. So whether that was on purpose or not, it just happened to be that way and i think people gravitate to different people over time and that's what happened there so that's my explanation to that my understanding yeah yeah and finally on this episode uh we ended up with quite a rare traitors event uh which was after the voting there was a tie between angus and cash uh, this has only happened once in the uk traitors it didn't happen at all in the us version um so I have two things to ask you about that that tie. Um, I'll kind of ask in a backwards way. You Firstly, you had to change your vote from your original name and you changed it to Cash. Why did you go for Cash over Angus? Because I had an alliance with Angus. Uh, <laughs> a secret alliance? Yes, that wasn't shown on TV. Okay, okay. So you must have got on with Angus pretty well. Um, from... Day two, I identified that he was a traitor and Ah. I made a pact with him that I actually wouldn't vote him out. I would try and save him towards the end and he would save me in the banishment room. 
Okay, I see. That is uh, very tactical. Uh, that makes sense. So yes. yeah, you'll keep you, you keep him in, and you keep him in. He keeps you in. One hundred percent. Okay, and my second question about that tie break is that, funnily enough, you changed your vote from Marielle, and you were the only person to vote for her. So you you correctly suspected that she was a traitor before anyone else did. Why? What? Yeah. So, what made you think so, Marielle was a traitor? Um, I knew she was a traitor <laughs> on day three. Um, so I'd picked Angus on day two, but I never put spotlight to Angus because my I wanted to play the game differently. The, the standard thing to do is to identify a traitor and kick kick them out. Yeah. But the the unknown thing is how do you as a, as a faithful how do you ensure longevity in the game? You make friends with a traitor and take your name out of the murder room. Yeah. Has this topic ever come up before in any of the other seasons or any of the podcasts? Yeah. That the, the, the idea has come up a few times in discussions that actually, as a faithful, constantly naming traitors is probably a bad thing. So, uh, yeah. 100%. But you need, to have an, you need to have a pact with one of the traitors because – uh, actually, I won't go. I won't go too into depth. I'm just going to touch on the surface. <laughs> but day two, it all made sense to me. Um, you know, you're waking up every morning, Russian roulette, knock at the door. You've been murdered. There has the, the name of the game for the faithfuls is not to pick out the traders and banish them. It's to ensure longevity to the end of the game. So I, that clicked to. Me me on day two and i identified angus as a trader his body language was all over the place um so this is I don't, none of this was shown on tv which i was quite disappointed about but um yes i asked angus point blank and he could not confirm or deny which then told me that that which was affirmed um and yeah i had made an alliance with angus that i would try and steer direction away from him um and he would in turn keep me safe. So I knew every morning waking up, I was safe. But providing Angus stayed true to his word, I was safe until Angus was in the game. Yeah. Hence why I had a hard on for Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but then my, then from there to answer your question, I knew Marielle was a traitor as well. And and we can go into that. Um, later in the podcast, or if you want me to, you know, explain that now, I can as well. Yeah, yeah, go tell us now. Why, Marielle? Um, so, uh, I once I identified Angus, then another strategy of mine was to keep him in the game and look for who he's hanging around, look who's talking to him, conversating with him, the body language, the clicks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. As I said, clicks were in the game. I immediately identified Marielle was, you know, um, on a different wavelength with Angus. So, um, yes, I actually confronted Marielle later in the game. And uh, this was after Angus was banished. And I tried to make the same alliance with her. Much to her credit, she didn't take the bait. <laughs> and Yeah, so very, very well played, Marielle. And... Yeah, still to this day, I credit that tenacity. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I kind of wish, I wish you'd stuck with Marielle and continued to vote for her, but you, but your focus shifted. You shifted to sort of this this clique, as you call it, of Teresa, Fee and Justine. 
Um, yes. Was were you focusing on them because you were, you know, is it an ego thing? You know, you you were hurt that they'd voted for you, or was it all based around the sort of Olivia thing, or was it because the three of them were acting in sync with one another? What what was it about them that drew your attention? Um, I, I just I just was under the notion that um, a, pay, a, a a traitor would try and hunt in packs. Yeah. A traitor would try and recruit other people to be their voice piece. And yeah, I was under the impression that um, that was the pact, and there was a leader in that pact. And I was trying to figure who that out, who who one of the three were. Yeah, yeah. And but clearly I was wrong, and I'm happy to admit that. <laughs> yes, and I have lots of questions about that. Don't worry. Um, the, what I wondered when I watched the show was that Justine was then murdered in the following episode. So did that not um, sort of dispel your theory that the three of them were working together? No, because that's a perfect move for a trader to do to shift the blame off my theory. Okay. Like they would want me to think that, oh, well, Chris, Justine's gone. Why not? You know, he's going to shift his focus now. Let's murder Justine on purpose so that we can he can shift the blame. Okay. So you must have thought that I, I do understand that. That must mean that you didn't think Justine was a traitor, just that she was close to the traitors and that they were sort of Correct. using her. Okay, okay. Correct. Yes, as a pawn. Yes. Yeah. Uh, moving on to uh, another episode. In episode five, um, you, you pulled a bit of an MK because you gave a speech at breakfast um, about vindicating yourself. Did you worry that this might make people see you the way they saw MK, who they quickly banished? No, because they learnt from that mistake. Like, okay. yes, it, it was already tested and proven, so I had no concern whatsoever. Basically, my game plan was to not raise enough heat on the traitor level, but to eliminate my chances of uh, getting murdered. So I had achieved this by eliminating my chances of not getting murdered. So, so all I had to do was just manage that heat level on the traitor radar, per yeah. se. Um, because I, yeah, the, uh, I is that because Sorry, the the traitors sort of like to keep people in the game who are yes potential Correct. suspects? Hundred yeah, percent. You need a bit of heat on you all the way along, because then that in turn, if you don't have an alliance with the traitor, that in turn will eliminate your risk of actually going because the traitors want you in there because you need heat. But the, the danger line is having too much heat that you get banished. Yeah. So you just want a little bit of heat, but not too much. Yeah, that makes sense. That people who longevity of the game. Yeah. If you're very, very quiet, you, you're you an easy target for murder because they think, well, they're never going to get banished. Let's get rid of them. 100%. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This sounds like, it's so complicated. Is, are you constantly stressed and have a headache when you're playing this game? <laughs> well, yes, it is a very, very stressful environment. Um, and yeah, it's a very artificial environment as well. Um, yeah, so yes, um, yeah. it's a head fuck, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so from here on in then, let's, let's talk about Teresa. You were very laser focused on her. Um, why, why Teresa and not Fee? Cause Fee was also quite sort of gregarious and loud. Yeah. Um, I actually shifted at one point in time to Fee. Um, but me, me and Teresa are very good friends now. We actually had dinner last week. Um, so <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so yeah, much love, Teresa. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did, I did waver to fee a little bit and, um, I, I was, yeah, contemplating both of them at different stages in the game. Yeah. So that, I guess that answers my next question was, I was going to ask, was it a personal clash or was it purely gameplay? But it sounds like on a personal level, you get on with Teresa. Oh, well, I think she's an absolute legend. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate her humour. Um, I'm a very humorous. I, so I've got I've got two, you know, Jekyll and Hyde personas to me. I'm a very logical person, but I'm the class clown as well. So um, <laughs> going into the casting of the Traders, they picked me for my class clown, but um, and I wanted to be the class clown. But in the game, my logical side came out. My ADHD, my high functioning autism side came out, and uh, that's the way I chose to play the game. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've suggested a theory on the podcast before, and you can you can tell me whether you agree with this or not. My my theory was that because you seem like you're quite a high achiever, you're like a go-getter, you're a very persuasive person because of your career, that maybe that had an influence on your gameplay. Because as a as a player of the game, you're very tenacious and very like determined. Does does that ring true? One hundred percent true. Yes, and and this is the thing that I actually failed to understand, and and I actually said this very openly on the show and in interviews with the producers. In life, I have a lot of influence. I have a lot of um, what's yeah, influence is probably yeah, the yeah. right word. Um, I'm in control of people's lives, people's houses, hundreds of thousands of dollars of their money. What I say normally, people listen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a staff. I have 10 staff members underneath me right now. I'm a leader by trait. I have a lot of responsibility. I pretty, I didn't appreciate that going into a room full of strangers. There's none of that. There's zero of that. Um, and you know, I just was true to myself and that was all I really know. 
Um, and it, that didn't work at all. There was literally no influence, no respect in that manner for what I've achieved in life. I was a stranger. Um, and the whole idea was don't trust anyone. So I have a lot of trust in life. People trust me a lot. Um, but that's what I didn't appreciate. That's what, yeah, I didn't appreciate. I would be missing from the game. Yeah. If I had that, it would have gone a different way. Yeah. And while you were very focused on catching trees as a traitor, lots of other players were kind of telling you, like, stop talking about her. You're digging your own grave. Um, and I, th- I thought one of the most compelling, I think I know what you're going to say here, but um, I thought one of the most compelling pieces of evidence to suggest that Teresa wasn't a traitor was that she had voted out both Angus and Claire. Did did that any of that make you rethink your strategy? Um, Angus and Claire? Uh, yeah. Why why is Claire relevant there? Because was Claire a traitor. She was a traitor. No. Which one was Claire? <laughs> Claire was the second traitor who was banished right after Angus. I've got a mind blank of Claire. <laughs> so sorry. Anyway, um, yes, uh, uh, to answer your question, anyway, she's voted out two traders. Before Angus left, Angus said, "It's remember this, it's every man for themselves. So that really rang true to me and thought the traders are, are going against each other trying to save their own asses. Yeah. yeah. So th- that meant nothing to me. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know why I'm saying that because Marielle did the same thing. So, and she was a traitor. So, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I had Marielle on my radar and she did the same thing. So, that even validated that theory even more. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And, and mate, uh, if I can just share this with you, just with that whole influence piece and that trust piece, I confronted two other contestants with Angus in the car and exposed everything. This is what's happening. I've got an alliance. We can make it to the end if we all work together. I need help trying to keep heat off Angus from you too. Let's do this together. Simple, logical, common sense ensures us four at the end. And Both of them not chose to play differently. Yeah. Uh... Didn't work. Didn't work. <laughs> no, that just that just baffled me. Um, but anyway. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that's because they thought maybe they thought you were a traitor and you were trying to trick them. No, definitely not. They they gen- hundred percent genuinely knew. Well, my understanding, um, genuinely knew that it was all the truth, and Angus was sitting in the car with me. You know playing by the rules but not denying any of it yeah yeah um, so that was that was the hardest piece yeah and i suppose that this all this effectively led to your downfall from from the way it comes across on the on what we see it seems like your focus on teresa is what ended up getting you banished and various players kind of admitted they didn't really think you were a traitor but they were voting for you because they didn't want to listen to theories about Teresa anymore. So when you went into the banishment room on episode seven, did you see it coming? Did you kind of know this was the end? No, I didn't. Because 
that night, the general consensus, Dirk was going. So pre-banishment and in the hustle, the word on the street, the name that was just getting thrown was Dirk. Yeah. Um, but it was a tipping point in the in the season where if you look at the numbers, if the uh, traders got Dirk out and he was a faithful, they were all the way home because they had majority vote. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, that's why I decided to go hard that night. If I had shut my mouth, I would have been there the next week. But it was a numbers game. And, and if you were a trader, that's what you're playing. You're playing numbers. It's six versus five, four versus three, seven versus six. You're playing numbers. And that night was a pivotal numbers point there. If another faithful went, the traders had the momentum. Yeah. And I, I actually, I'm going to, I'll ask you, I've asked several people this, but I'm going to ask you because it seems quite relevant. Do you think, because you've, you've talked a lot about how, you know, as a faithful, you know, it's a numbers game. The traders have got to think about numbers. And you've said that as a faithful, you're constantly having to think about having some level of heat on you, but not too much. And not. do you yeah. think that actually this game is, weighed heavily in favour of the traitors. Do you think it's far easier? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. What do you think? Because people people just hang themselves, you know, and and the the pack will just cling on to something that makes no sense or or that they think that makes sense. The traitors can, you know, lay low and just let people hang themselves to start with. Yeah. It's something that has come up a lot when I've talked to different guests about the show. When the, my last few questions, really, when did you discover the truth? Like, when when did you discover that Teresa wasn't a traitor? Was it when you watched the show on TV? Did you find out who the traitors were before that? Um, no, it, I actually uh, on TV. I okay. found it on TV. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't want to do that to myself. Like I didn't want to talk to the contestants or you know ask Teresa herself. I wanted to make sure that you know uh, it was much of a surprise for me as it was <laughs> everyone else. Yeah. And in retrospect, where were there other clues about maybe like uh, Nigel? We're looking back, could, could could you now think? Oh. Now I realise this. Now I notice that thing. Or, or are you still completely surprised at how well some of the traitors lied? Um, the only traitor that surprised me, and now it jogs my memory, actually, uh, was Claire. Um, I, I, I had very strong suspicions of Nigel, and I actually confronted Marielle when I confronted her and said, "You know, if I don't make this pact with you, I'm going to go make it with Nigel." Um, and she still didn't bite to this very day. I have some theories of why she didn't bite. Um, but yeah, Claire was the only one that surprised me. I identified Angus, identified Marielle and I identified Nigel. But uh, another thing that was super frustrating, we didn't get enough gameplay. We, we, we didn't like, I had so much move, so many conversations to have so much strategy and we were very limited with gameplay. We were very limited with different situations, different people who we were with. Uh, we were controlled, you know, in a way to, you know, write a narrative and a script there, which was again, super frustrating. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, last question for for now. Um, how? I'm still I, trying to pick your lie. <laughs> have you said well, your lie yet? I'm, I'm, I can't. Maybe could have. Maybe have it's still to come. Yet? No, can't, can't reveal that. Well, uh, well, pressure's on if it's still to come because I, <laughs> exactly. If I, exactly. If I haven't already told it, it's going to have to come really soon. Um, okay, well, you're in trouble. <laughs> if you were to go back and play the game again, what would be the number one thing you would do differently? Nothing. <laughs> I, lo- I, I love the way I played. I played, I stayed true to myself. So, um, I took risks and, you know, in life you take risks, some work, some don't, if they don't work, learn from them. You yeah. know, um, I would have changed nothing. I had heaps of fun. I enjoyed the experience. Yeah. Good. Go hard or go home. Absolutely. <laughs> now, Matt, it is, it's almost time to conduct our own banishment, um, and, and conclude our game. But before we get there, can you tell us uh, where can we find you online? Is there anything that we should check out that you want us to know about? What's coming up for you? Um, yeah, well, my Instagram handle is Matt Mikolaf, GC agent. Um, I'm one week away from opening my own real estate office in Australia. Uh, we have very, very creative content, very engaging videos. So, you know, if you or overseas, interstate, wherever it may be. Um, so there's still amazing content there. If you know of anyone that needs help and assistance on the Gold Coast in Australia and Queensland um, with buying, selling, renting, we're always here to help. I'm fortunate to be the number one agent for my company, which is the largest company in Australia um, for my city at the moment. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much where I can help people in life. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, and there are lots of listeners this season in Australia because this is all about Australia. Now, Matt, we've been playing a game. We've been playing the Trader Traitor. Our mission was I've to lie to one another. It. I've completely but... missed it. So, well, that. <laughs> Does that does that mean maybe I've 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 done pretty well here? Have you got any idea what I lied about? The only thing I took a, a note down was Claire, the trader. But then it clicked to me she was the supermarket lady. So that name just didn't ring the bell. I just had the blank there. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, mate, I, I missed it. <laughs> okay, Sorry. I I'll tell you what it is, and then I'm gonna guess your lie. My lie was fairly early on. I was talking to you about episode three when there was this tie break between vote at the banishment. There was a tie. And I said that this was very rare. You changed and I, your vote. No, I said I said that this happened once in the UK traitors. And actually that was a lie. It never happened in any other version okay. at all. So, okay. Well, it, I've never seen any other version, so that's why I didn't pick up on the lie. <laughs> it was a very small, sneaky lie. Um, well done. Well done. <laughs> I'm I'm going to guess your lie now. Uh, sure. I I wrote I wrote a couple of things down that I thought it might be. I'm going to go for my my middle guess. I I think you betrayed me when you said that you had dinner with Teresa last week. That's correct. 
<laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> I thought, what was your other things that you had written down? My my other guesses were that you had approached Marielle to form some sort of pact with her. I thought maybe that wasn't true. Uh, yes. And then I wondered if you were kid, you were pretending when you said you couldn't remember who Claire was. I thought you were maybe you were pretending. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just had a mind like there, mate. But yes, you got me. Um, I didn't have dinner with Teresa last week. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe at some point that's going to happen in the future. One hundred percent. Matt, thank you so much for joining me today on The Trader. I hope you've had a nice time talking about your time on the show. I did, mate. Yep. Really, really appreciate it. Um, hello to everyone watching. Hello to all the contestants. I miss you guys. I hope you're all well um, and living happy, healthy lives. Uh, brilliant. I will talk to you very soon online, Matt, I'm sure. Take care. Goodbye. Thanks, Mike. See you, mate. Hello Tradar listeners, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Matt, my first of many more to come this season. I've been recording some of these interviews slightly out of chronological order, and so I've already spoken to several of the other contestants, but if you have great questions you want me to ask any of the remaining players, check out the podcast Instagram or Twitter to see who's lined up and get in touch with me ASAP. The Instagram for the podcast is at the Tradar Podcast, Twitter at the Tradar Pod, and you can email me at the Tradar Podcast at gmail.com. It's always lovely to get nice comments and thoughts about the show, even if you don't have a question for one of the contestants. Episode 8 is up next, where I'll be joined by a brand new co host to the podcast. It's already available to download as well as the interviews with another two contestants. So I recommend going right ahead and binging those. Until then, as always, stay faithful. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.